Hey gang, welcome to the Bad Boss Survival Guide Podcast, where we're helping every boss be a good boss. I'm your host, Michael Pollock. Hey gang, it's been a few months now since I've really posted anything on the Bad Boss Survival Guide um, website or done anything on the podcast. I've been uh, MIA lately. Uh, past few months have been real unexpectedly trying for me uh, in my personal life, and I've really had to adjust my plans and really redefine what my life is going to look like in the future. So I've talked about my fiance in previous podcasts, and and probably uh, you could tell that I was pretty excited to have found uh, quote my person. Um, unfortunately, our engagement ended, Aww. and we decided to ultimately end a relationship. Uh, not necessarily a mutual decision, but I have since come to realize why it was probably a good thing. Needless to say, though, for a period of time, I was in a funk. Stop whining. A pretty deep funk. It didn't really matter where I was or who I was talking to. I couldn't shake this dark cloud, this heartache in my soul that I was feeling. And even though that I had an outpouring of love from friends, from family, from coworkers, I couldn't seem to reorient my perspective and pivot myself to see the love surrounding me. All I could focus on was the love that my person took away from me. I was like a zombie going through the motions. I'd find myself in conversations with people and I'd realize I literally wasn't even hearing the words that they were saying. I'd see their mouths moving and their hands waving, but I couldn't hear anything but silent static in my head. There are times when I couldn't even feel the ground beneath my feet. It was almost like I was floating above the earth, just lifelessly moving from one obligation to the next, really just doing what was expected to me by the world around me. And guess what, folks? This feeling, it didn't leave when I walked into the office. It didn't leave when I sat at my desk and was to assume the role of a hospital director. I wasn't miraculously focused on the work I was paid to do. It really, it took every ounce of energy to focus my attention on my team. I still only heard static and white noise in my mind and I still was floating along just uselessly caring about the obligations that honestly at that time didn't mean shit to me. And this included being a good boss for those folks. So I wanna talk today about the idea that some bosses have that people need to leave their personal problems at home while they're at work. I've always thought this was a silly expectation, but now I think that anyone that says this and believes this is revealing their ignorance and is not a leader. So why am I telling you all this shit about my personal life? Well, you lead people. You lead human beings, only people. You don't lead projects. You don't lead departments. You don't lead organizations. All of these things are words to describe either a group of people or the product of a group of people. You only lead people. So when a boss says you need to keep your personal problems at home, he or she is using a catchphrase that they probably heard some other douchebag say in the past, a leadership buzzword. These stupid sounds are just curtains used to shield the ignorance of a boss, but they only serve to reveal that that boss, they're not thinking, they're not feeling, and they're sure as shit not leading. Now that's not saying that it's okay to underperform if you're going through some shit in your personal life, but it's also silly to think that it doesn't affect your work in some way. Now I recognize that I was in no way on my game for that period of time, but I let my managers know that I wasn't on my game, that I was in a funk, 
but I wanted them to be able to call me out if at any time I absolutely dropped the ball on something and wasn't giving them what they needed. I essentially drew a line and said, hey, listen, I'm gonna be off my game for a little while, but here is the, the no-go zone and I have no right to go here. So if I'm not meeting your expectations here, you need to call me out and I'm opening the door to tell you that I will be receptive to that. In a way, I was asking for some grace as I worked through my personal stuff, but I drew a line and wanted them to feel confident that I'd be receptive if I was neglecting them without realizing it. Now, a good boss does the same thing for anyone on his or her team who's preoccupied with personal things. You can, in a, in a caring way, draw a line, kind of say, hey, listen, I know you're going through this, but I need you to realize that we can't have it go here. And this is the threshold. And if you get to the threshold, I'm going to hold you accountable and we can agree on that. But it's not reasonable to think that, that person can just leave their personal problems at home. And a good boss knows this because a good boss leads people. Now, there's another side of this that I think every boss should give attention to. People can't be expected to leave their personal problems entirely at home and not bring them into the workplace. But the flip side of that is people don't leave the BS that they experience at work and not take it home with them. A boss that creates an environment, a tone, a workplace environment that's toxic and miserable will contribute to people having that same feeling when they go home to spend the evenings with their families. We don't want that. This should alarm anyone who's a boss. To truly embrace leadership, we have to embrace people and accept why they go to work in the first place. Most of us, we don't go to work to find meaning, to find identity. Well, most of us don't, but I'm working on this, folks. We go to work to support the people and the lives that we create outside of work. A good boss does what he or she can to create a tone, an environment, a sentiment amongst their teams that will bring light to and enhance the lives of people outside of work. Good bosses want work to enhance the reason that people come to work in the first place. Being a boss is a privilege. Being a leader is a calling, and that calling is to be a source of good, good for the purpose of of an organization, but ultimately to be a source of good for each individual human being that you influence. Now this strategy, it can only lead to good things because remember folks, lasting business success is a symptom of joyful souls. So bosses, don't expect your teams to always leave home at home and don't let them take work home with them. All right, folks, to the best version of you.